Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, folks. Hey, Rimin AB. Welcome to the Rosecast. The number one Bachelorette recap podcast hosted by a male interracial duo. Lots of folks out there, AB. A lot of people. Uh, a lot of races. Yep. <laughs> a lot of... Where are you taking this? I got a, I got something I to say know. and you're jumping down my throat. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, a lot of folks... It was it's, That was the beginning of a sentence. That wasn't the whole sentence. A lot of folks out there, AB, comma, or dot, dot, okay. dot. And they say... They can't tell who's who. They don't know which one is which. They don't know which one is... Some people can't tell the difference between our voices, which I find preposterous. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I mean, okay. I don't know what to do to help you there. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Thanks for listening. I feel like you're getting a suboptimal experience if you don't know... If you think it's just one guy talking to himself, if that's what it sounds like, I feel bad. Wait, is that where you're going with this? Is that all you- Well, I just wanted... To, I'm the white one, so if it comes to sure. some uh, a race comment... We start out, see, the thing is, we have, it's all white people on this season, and- What do you the mean? Interracial, well, it's the, 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 the number one interracial pot, that played a bigger role sure. in the Rachel season. Sure. So, we start off with that, and non-long-time listeners are probably like, why do they say that? That doesn't have anything to do with anything. <laughs> well, it did, once upon a time. Anyway, uh, AB, I think we're back on track. I think the season- the last half hour, 45 minutes of this particular episode, I think it's back on track. I didn't think it ever left. It's been fine. It's been it's been fine. I think it's good now. I'll put it this way. I'm looking forward okay. to upcoming episodes, which was not always the case. I just think this has been a very average season. No, not, not that good, not that bad. All right, A.B., they're in Las Vegas. Now, you might think, whoa, they're, they're, the purse strings are open. They're spending the big bucks because they're in you know an expensive city. Not the case. This is an easy way. Stay woke. This is an easy way to just get cool, flashy B-roll, okay? They don't have to. Th- this was not that expensive. Don't think the budget is on its head now. It's not. ABC is still being cheap. Oh, you know, you know, AB, Mr. Vegas. Go there all the time because it's cheap. It's cheap to go there if you're not gambling. <laughs> That's true. If you aren't gambling, and I don't know if these guys are gambling, uh, honestly, this would be my favorite favorite destination if I was on this show. Well, the the thing is, they're there for a week. They're at all these destinations for a week, mm-hmm. so you got to think at least plenty of downtime. Here, there's something to do. You can go down and gamble. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and go to the casino at the during the day when you're not on the date. Uh, anyway, honestly, first date card. Rem, I, before we jump in, I can't remember guys them doing this going to Vegas with a group of guys. It seems like a bad idea. I've seen bachelors go there, take a group of girls there. Guys, I have never seen it before. It seems very risky to me, Rim. Fabi was on this season. (laughs) How do they not get lost? Has anyone seen AB? (laughs) (laughs) It's it's group date time. Uh, Yeah, he was on a heater at the blackjack table. (laughs) He said to go on without him. You he know, said to you just move on without him. He'll be there maybe at the rose ceremony. We'll see. Colton and Becca would have been driving by making out, and I'd be in the background <laughs> puffing heaters on the side of the road, trying to cross the street to get to that McDonald's that everybody somehow finds their way to when the sun's coming up. That's a fact. All right, Colton, first date card. Uh, AB, I looked this up, this camel safari place. Sure. 
It's 75 miles from where they were staying. Whoa. They flew all the way to Las Vegas to to drive 75 miles to ride camels. And it was a bizarre date, in my opinion. They couldn't hang out. You don't when you're riding camels. You're not like together. You're just riding a camel. And camels isn't something that I would. I'm really care about riding. And I don't think Colton did either. I'd put it below horses on the yeah, list absolutely. of things to ride. Number one, jet skis. Um, and number two, snowboard. And then down low, you get the horses and then camels. Camels are the bottom. <laughs> camels just super slow, just trotting along this hot desert. Can't even talk to my girlfriend. No thanks. <laughs> uh, it's pretty clear now that there's a reason why they went this far, AB. And it's because that virgin river is a real river. And they just had to find a place close to that river so they could get that one second shot. There's no other reason why they would have... <laughs> gone out of their way to do something like this. Think about all the things you can do in Las Vegas. You can do the sky jump thing. You can oh, do yeah. anything. Yeah, anything. Um, did you notice the hot? You got an opinion on the hot tub in the middle of nowhere bit recycled from Ben and Lauren? No, didn't didn't care for it. It's weird too being in the desert. Yeah, when you're super hot like that, why would you want to be in a hot tub? Beats me, AB. One of one of many recycled ideas on this particular episode. Hey, that being said, it was hot and heavy in that hot tub room. Of course it was, because <laughs> here's what happens. Colton, or whoever the one-on-one date is, opens up a little bit about how he's handling experience, mm-hmm. and as soon as one of the hot guys, which I'll say Blake, Garrett, and Colton are, as soon as they say something, yeah, one agree, sweet agree thing- disagree about Blake, but sure, continue. You don't think Blake's a hot- you wouldn't put him in the group of hot uh, guys? Mm-mm. Who's your hot guy, rap Uh Colton, number <laughs> one, really by himself on an island- yeah, that's and fair. And then uh, Jordan, slightly below him, and uh, okay. Garrett. Yeah, but I'm looking Colton, at it through the Becca lens. Colton, I mean, I'm, I'd go so far to say he's the hottest guy that's ever been on this show, and the best catch. Um, there was a point where I think maybe his teeth were too white, and that's that's <laughs> like that's all you what, got. Yeah, yeah, if that's all I got. Like you're doing, you're sitting pretty. Um, anyway, what I, what I was trying to say was, as soon as one of those guys says something sweet, the, all discussion stops, and then she interrupts the person with a kiss. It's so, make out time. It's make out time. So they never get anywhere. None of these people are getting anywhere because she's like, you're so damn hot. And then it's, they're smooching in the desert, AB. Back at the house. David is trying to... I don't. I don't even know if you want to talk about this. Frankly, David's trying to talk about how getting this the last rose is unimaginable compared to getting the second to last. The second, the last lo- rose stinks, but the last rose must really stink. That's his logic. No one understands. No, Jordan says the the order doesn't matter, pal. And also, if you're asking me about how I feel about getting the last rose, I don't know. It's two seconds after you got your rose, <laughs> so why don't why don't you just ask yourself? Col- uh, I don't know who. The, I don't know who is talking in there with them but they should have just been like guys if you get the last two you're, you're both, going home soon you're, it doesn't matter it's a moot point both of you guys are irrelevant at this point anything else on the colton daytime portion of the date other than that it was uh it was bizarre no i have written down a couple just nice things to say about colton things like he's a dreamboat he's got a really nice smile really nothing of substance Okay, sure, but they take up about <laughs> half a page. <laughs> yeah, just a lot of comments. Got a lot of notes here. Nothing really, nothing really newsworthy. Just, <laughs> just things I like about Colton. <laughs> we'll save that for the power rankings at the end. Nighttime. Um, I don't know about you, AB, but this is well. I do know about you. I know you're going to disagree. Colton came off. He started to come off as a little rehearsed here. Disagree. Like prepare. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> prepared like prepared he said he said the best part of the day was when you said we were on the same page i loved that that's very nice to hear that was the best part of the day was when you agreed that you both are on the (laughs) same page about something that yeah hey i wrote down they have chemistry (laughs) what makes you say that uh i just think she really is into him okay that's really all it takes yeah on this show chemistry the bar is low what struck me, though, A.B., is he gave this big speech about how he doesn't say I love you unless he really means it. Um, but then at the end of the speech, he was like, but if you keep essentially if you keep me around long enough, I promise I'll say it. I'll definitely say it to you. <laughs> Just so a little wink, wink, nod, nod. It's serious. 
And in two weeks, I'll say it if <laughs> I keep getting the roses. That's Colton, the deal. Colton also had a story about telling someone else in a previous relationship that he loved them and didn't they didn't re- return the favor. Mm. Um, do you think that was Allie Reisman, the queen of gymnastics? Oh, I forgot about her. Yeah. Wow. What's going on here? So much other drama has bubbled up around Colton that I forgot he dated Allie Reisman. Yeah. Um, for sure. <laughs> no question. <laughs> no question. I'll tell you what, if I dated Allie Reisman, I'd say that in three days too. I'd be like, hey, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's uh, be together forever. Olympic medal, gold medalist. So let's stick together, <laughs> stick this one out. Yeah, for sure. That's what happened with Colton. Yeah. His, his NFL career probably just ended. He could, he was, he was in a rough spot and he blurted it out. It happens. Can't blame the guy. I don't blame him. <laughs> no, nope. Um, hey, he gets the rose, obviously. Can you imagine Cole not getting her? She'd give him a bouquet no. if he could. <laughs> here's here's some roses for the future weeks. <laughs> yeah, just try to keep these alive. Um, then they, they go to the strip, as one does. They st- I thought of initially, on the rewatch, I found out that they were just on the second deck of a double-decker tour bus, big bus. I thought yeah. they were in a popping out of a limo. No, no, That's no, no, what no. I would have figured. The, okay. Are you saying this wasn't cool? This was. I thought this was really cool. Being on a double decker on the roof, just cruising down the the strip that was obviously shut down for them. They shut down the whole strip no, for this bus ride. There were no down. other cars. They were just cruising down the <laughs> no, strip. There's no, so much no. traffic. You're dumb. You are no, so dumb. You can't shut down, shut down, the, down the laws. This they is crazy. Shut the strip down for that. <laughs> they were cruising <laughs> down the strip <laughs> on the top the, of the double decker. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> All right, that's a lot of crosstalk there, but I'm leaving it in. That's an outrageous <laughs> assertion. The reason, now that you mention it, the reason they got the double decker buck is, bus is so they could show. Yeah, you don't see the traffic. Obviously, their tra- traffic is jammed up all around them. But uh. the, on the double decker, that's why they're if they're in a limo, you can see like, you know. Yeah, sure. Anyway, um, lost in all this AB, all the flashing lights, distractions going on. Uh, you may not have noticed this. You got two kids now. Things going on around no, the house. I might have looked away. Colton stinks at kissing. No, that's not what I that's noticed. That's what I noticed. <laughs> Yikes. Col- Colton to the camera said he's falling in love with Becca. That's what I noticed. I was getting there, too. I was getting there, too. Okay. No, I, was- I didn't notice the kissing. Well, run it back because the lips are firm. And he did this thing where he like, you are see the- what I'm doing with my fingers? Are the lips, make- are the lips lifeless, Rim? No, completely lifeless. He okay. was terrified. He was it, he was terrified of the moment, the big stage, if you will. And it, he did this thing where he like took her. I don't know if you can see what I'm doing with I my see fingers. Your hands. I don't understand. You know I mean? It's like the God. You know when the Godfather God and he goes like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know they do this thing. He did that, but it was like. And he propped her chin up like he was oh. like he was kissing a really like a miniature frog that he was holding. <laughs> Zero out of ten. And now I'm not exaggerating. Run wow. the tape back. Wow. You didn't want to see it. That's why you didn't see it. I guess not. So you're on board. You see these. You saw this date as big strides. Absolutely. Colton's fallen hard fast, like he obviously has done in the past too. Is this? Is any of this tongue in cheek? Are you in? Are you? No, I think Colton is the real deal. I think he's. I think he's guaranteed to be in the top two. Some of the stuff that's come out on Instagram, um. I try. We hate to see it. You I hate, hate to, to see, see it. it. We try to avoid That's it. That's what's keeping me from saying he's a guaranteed winner. Yeah. Well, I don't like to reference. I I've found that every one of our listeners who is vocal knows more about the spoiler stuff than Absolutely. we do. Yep. There's not like it's not like we're the the podcast you listen to if you don't want to get no, spoiled. They all know not, it anyway. <laughs> know we're it. not delivering the hard hitting news. We're just giving the commentary on it that they want. I don't. I don't want to be spoiled, and I I have a. I'm with you. I'll sure. put it this way. I think he's a top two guy. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go back to the house. Uh, Garrett can't read. I don't know if you noticed that. Speaking of the other top two, Garrett can't read. Here's the group date card. Wills, Garrett, Blake, John, Connor, Leo, Lincoln, Jason, Chris. AB, I imagine you got some anti-white people things to say about this Wayne Newton date. (laughs) (laughs) What do you got on the daytime portion of this date? Listen, I'd consider myself a Wayne Newton guy, and I still wouldn't want to meet Wayne Newton, really. (laughs) So I don't really know who this caters to. A bunch of 25-year-old guys don't want to meet Wayne Newton. I also am a Wayne Newton guy. (laughs) (laughs) 
and you're right. I'm with you. I think that the window for wanting to meet Wayne Newton has passed. And yeah. it's because he's he's uh no disrespect whatsoever. To irrelevant. Legend. Irrelevant and um I, he weirds me out. He weirds creepy me looking. Out. <laughs> he weirds me creepy out. looking is the I think the words you're looking for. Listen, nine, 20 years ago, Vegas vacation Wayne Newton? That sure. was my introduction, Wayne Newton? Absolutely. Peak, prime, looking good, Wayne Newton. Now this looks like uh Now it's well, married we'll just, to an inappropriately aged woman, Wayne Newton. That's what we well, got now. No. Well, how old do you think Wayne Newton is? 70. Okay, how old do you think that woman was? 50. That's not, you're not cool with that? What's your problem, man? Uh, love is love. Uh, <laughs> Take that back. Maybe 45. <laughs> She's not 45. I don't know. I couldn't find her age. Trust me, I looked, though. When she came around the corner, I go, whoa. How old is Wayne Newton? Is he 80? He might be 80. No, he's. I thought he was 82. He's like 71 or something. Okay. Also, they've been married for like 30 years. Oh, wow. Never mind. I take back everything I said, and I'm so sorry to to Wayne Newton. I have to look this up. (laughs) Nothing worse than when you're shitting on a person, their relationship, and you realize they've been together longer (laughs) than you alive. That's really unfortunate. All right. Um, 1994, they were married. Wow. Never mind. Wayne Newton is 76. (laughs) Sincere apology to Wayne Newton. Good for them. Happy marriage. All right, back to what, what were we talking about? Um, speaking of his wife, he claims that his famous Donkashang rendition is much better when he sings it to her. And I, I allow me to be the first to report that it is not any different. <laughs> it's the exact same. It's it was a w- very weird situation. He's like, guys, check this out. <laughs> check this out. I'm gonna bring her in, and I'm gonna sing it. It's gonna be what you're gonna. You're, it's gonna blow your mind. And then he sang it the exact same. You talking yeah, about see, Wayne? I, let me show you what love is. <laughs> let me show you what love does to, to music. <laughs> you talking yeah, about Wayne? Around gives life to the music. You hear that? You hear that? And the thing about Wayne Newton is he, he'll look at you with those eyes and be like, you know what I'm saying? You know, and you not really Wayne. Um. Anyway, the group date activity. The producers said, "Hey, let's just do what Chris did on his single date a couple weeks ago and write lyrics to a song." A.B., imagine going on two dates with a person, and on both dates, you are forced to write love song lyrics and then perform for them. Here's the issue with going on two of those dates. You you feel like you need to be have a completely new, mm-hmm. you know, lyrics. It has to have a different sentiment to it. So it's double hard, doubly as hard for him. And you haven't spoken with a person since the last song you made. No. Yeah. <laughs> you got no new stuff. I think a lot of the guys were putting a little too much pressure on themselves because the nighttime portion of the date was not real serious. It was it was glorified karaoke with rented tuxes. I'd say it was worse than karaoke. Way worse because no one obviously no one knew the songs that they were singing and a tough crowd. I mean, what what I kept thinking of is what a terrible way to spend a night in Las Vegas if you're one of these people (laughs) in the crowd. (laughs) You you can't think of anything worse. I also had that same thought. Any of the performances stand out to you? Any of the... All these guys had no talent room. Bad voices, bad lyrics, no stage presence. Uh, Having said that, here are my power rankings. Last, Chewbacca. Lincoln did a Chewbacca voice, so he gets last. Wills, Connor, Garrett. These are counting bad from good. John, Chris, number three little over the top, but you have to respect the showmanship. Sure. Leo was on there for maybe one word, but he had a voice. I'll tell you you something. Tell you, Leo's becoming one of my favorite guys on here. He's he's adding like the comic relief. Um, Not the outwardly funny stuff, just stuff that makes makes me smile when he's on the screen. Like being really good at dodgeball is funny to me (laughs) on these dates and like having a randomly okay voice and this is long hair. Everything, it's just a a little comic relief there for me. Number one, Blake. Uh, um, I will never forget when Leo did some Matrix shit on the dodgeball. (laughs) It's just funny (laughs) stuff he's doing. All right. um, The group date. Apparently that wasn't the nighttime portion. The nighttime portion is they go to the the T-Mobile arena. We got some Garrett one-on-one time, and I don't know about UAB, but even though it was just a few minutes of small talk and smooches, it might have been enough to put Garrett back on top of my power ranking. Stay tuned. What'd you think? It felt like a damn full one-on-one date, Rim. With Garrett? Yeah. Why is that? 
Is not much happens during a one-on-one with these two. <laughs> they had a long conversation. There, it seemed like they were away from everyone pretty far. Um, if it's a good combo, these two have chemistry. And Will you guarantee a top two? Will you guarantee a top two with Colton? Did you freeze? Uh, <laughs> man, I, it's hard to guarantee two people. Then you. You're, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and do it. Yeah, I Guaranteed. think these two, these two are gonna be in the final, folks. Who else is it in. gonna be? Is it gonna be Lincoln? No, all the rest of the guys are just self-destructing. Lincoln's getting taken out on, on in cuffs. Um, <laughs> two things: one, we had a rose bag uh, bouquet text about Leo and Lincoln too. So stay good, tuned for those. Good. And we also should probably we got a lot of post stuff going on because the BIP cast is out. Yeah, I saw about that. that. Okay, mm-hmm. so let's keep it moving. Chris was talking a huge game about not being nervous, A.B. The loudest guy in the room. I don't know how that phrase ends, but you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You couldn't have said it better. couldn't have said it better, yeah. Um, every single guy is getting one-on-one time in a romantic setting with Becca, and he's acting like he doesn't need it because his karaoke performance was really good or something. Guy, uh, Person after person returns from a magical moment with Becca, and he's still just sitting there talking about his stupid performance. <laughs> stupid. Forgettable. <laughs> uh, he also has, he mentions that he's ranked as one of the front runners. I don't know where that came from or wh- why he believes that in his head. The phrasing was funny. He said, I'm ra-, like, he literally said ranked as he's if ranked. he's checking yeah. the, the, the coach's poll mid-season. <laughs> um. Blake said he f- is falling in love with Becca, though. Were you surprised by that? No. He's had a one-on-one. It's fine. You can say Jean Blanc was the, was the first, but he... This is the first real one. Yeah. And yep. you're not... You're shrugging your shoulders. I'm okay with it. All right. AB's anti-Blake bias continues <laughs> into week five. I mean, he's not... You, you just... I feel bad making you guarantee the top two to not include Blake, because this guy is a real contender. I got to tell you, will you guarantee a hometown for him? I can't guarantee everything. What's around to this think sh- about? Just guarantee it. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, he's in there. Lock he's in my up. top four. If that's what you're asking me, my power ranking, sure, he's there. All right. Um, did you like the moment? Because I don't know what was going on when it was happening, but I, uh, I almost couldn't watch. And I like Blake. It was a, it was a very weird scenario. Rim, it's a group date, just kind of a random. I, I guess I didn't anticipate it. I didn't hate it. But it was a weird scenario. It was a weird. Um, he piggybacked off of the Jean Blanc. Yeah. Horror. He said, "Hey, I know uh, Jean Blanc did that, and it was bad, but I'm gonna do it, and it's gonna be good. Let's make out." So. I don't know. <laughs> After that, obviously, Becca floats in on cloud nine and says, uh, "All Night's right, over. Well, we're it's over. <laughs> this, <laughs> let's wrap this date up." Um, and we're naming our kids. We already know what that's gonna be. So here's the rose. And Chris is somehow surprised that he still didn't get the rose. This is one of the best moments in this series history for me. This guy thinks he's going <laughs> to coast into the rose, and then he ends up just blowing it completely and not getting a second of time with her. He's so dim that he says, my theory is if you want something, you'll make time for it. What are you talking about, bud? Okay, you so didn't why didn't time you make it. time? <laughs> what are you talking about? Back at the house. Colton had a really nice, uh, maybe the most insightful thing anyone has said this season. Jordan and David are bickering. We're coming to the end of our Jordan and David rope, thankfully. And Colton said, you two are like rams with big horns trying to stay on top of the mountain. But if you do this tomorrow, you'll both fall off the mountain. And damn it if he wasn't right. Well said. All right, AB, I'm, I'm I'm, I'm conflicted here. How much do you have on this two-on-one date? Because I have a lot, and I don't really want to have a lot, but I'm looking at my notes. It's like a page. I don't know if this is worth that. What do you got on this two-on-one? I got a decent amount here. Okay. Every two-on-one date starts with the lead saying, 
I know two on ones are supposed to be bad, but I just want to like have a good time, and it never happens. A B in this, it's, it's impossible to have a good time on a two on one day. Impossible. That would it would be weird. It would give me weird uh, polygamy vibes if it if it was <laughs> if it wasn't competitive at least a little bit. Um, first things first. David, of course, uses his time to list off the bad things about Jordan. Instant snitch. David's a rat. I'll come out and say it. I'll be the first to say it. I'd like it on record uh, that David is a rat. AB, as always happens, agreed, obviously. <laughs> as always happens in these scenarios, the snitcher thinks he has succeeded in defeating his competition by by being the rat. Well, and, now these- and now finally we can really get going on a relationship. That's never worked. No, that's the problem with never these rats. Far. It's like you shouldn't have competition. The fact that you have an enemy in the house means you're done. It you're means done. you're too focused on something besides Becca. And you're both going to be going home eventually, very soon. Maybe one of you makes it through this two-on-one, but you won't make it another week. Guys like David exist on these shows for one reason, to create this conflict, this entertaining conflict, which I don't think this particular rivalry was as good as some others in other seasons. Well, it was uh, one person was just completely outmatched in terms of looks, uh, <laughs> everything as a wordsmith, everything. They just didn't, ha- couldn't compete. And the only other reason they're here is to go on this two-on-one and help the lead decide if the villain is really that bad. And in the end, yeah. Becca decided Jordan's not that bad compared he's to, not David, that bad. to David. So It's not for me, not my cup of tea, but he's okay. The thing about Jordan is lots of, you know, he, he's polarizing, sure. I liked him because he's hilarious, but mm-hmm. he's not doing anything bad to the other contestants. He lets, no. he lets David chirp. He hasn't said it. He hasn't said or done anything like super problematic like maybe Chad had, and we all like Chad. I don't think Jordan's a bad guy. The things he's saying are just to the camera. He's just putting on a show. I'm fine. I like Jordan. I'm going to miss him. <laughs> Absolutely. Anyway, um, I kind of believe Jordan denying David's claims because I think David is an attorney. David was lying. I think he was... I think he was twisting the truth a little bit. <laughs> completely. I feel like it was, it was part of it was completely made up. Yeah. The rest of it was fabricated at best. Yeah. Listen to you. You sound just like Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I did enjoy when Becca sat them both down together to confront the issue. I loved that. That's literally my next line. One thing that she did that I liked. Like, let's quit with the telephone tag here. Let's figure <laughs> out what this dude said. And are you going to say that he said that to his face? <laughs> That's exactly are you what lie she to did. his face? She's, she basically said, I was like, all right, guys, why don't you go ahead? And then just kind of let him. <laughs> let's cut the bullshit, fellas. <laughs> and then they bickered like 10-year-olds. It worked. Um, sneaky the best part, though. Is when David and Jordan, David said Jordan was being disingenuous, which is the correct way to say the word. And then Jordan corrected him by saying the bachelorette version, which is disingenuine. I don't know what season it was, but there was a season when all the guys kept every episode, three guys said disingenuine. (laughs) And that's not a, that's not a word. But Jordan corrected (laughs) him was like disingenuine. It's like, no, 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 no. That's not a word. (laughs) Um, anyway, after Becca went to go talk to the producers and they made her keep, Jordan for the rest of the day. <laughs> she said, David, I mean, that's obviously what happened here. She yeah. wanted nothing to do with Jordan. She's like, you it know, it wasn't a choice to send them both home there. No, she wanted to, but oh, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> was there any doubt in your mind, even though she let David go, that Jordan was going to get another day? I, no. I thought he was done. I thought there was no, no. chance he was going to make it out of that nighttime. The best part about the nighttime was that there was no conflict. It was an enjoyable dinner. She no, had, they had a good time. time. She had a good time. Yeah, maybe Jordan talked about modeling a little too much, but it was just a fun dinner. And then she was like, anyway, like, come on, <laughs> we're done here. I, you know what, Rim? I think models get a bad shake on things Me in too. life. Like, they can't talk about their job without people getting super jealous and saying, like, <laughs> all j- models do is talk about themselves. Well, that's his job. Like, yeah. sorry, it's super, it's a sweet job. I would much um, rather a model talk about his or her job than an accountant. I don't care. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but I feel like models can't talk about their job at all or else they get looked at as a vague person. I know. We need to get we need to hang out with some models, maybe. That's all this <laughs> that's all Jordan taught me. Male models, friends. Everything he was saying when she was like making comments to the uh, to the camera 
um, to the side about how she, all he was doing was talking about modeling. All, all the stuff he was saying was funny and entertaining and <laughs> something I'd like to have a sit-down conversation with him about. Yeah, it's true. Um, but like we said, Becca might be too much of a regular person to yeah. date the guy who gets probably a $100 haircut every four days and gets his eyebrows waxed every 48 hours. I don't know. Absolutely. Anyway, I think these two might... they could have had a fun friendship in a different life my opinion like she laughs around jordan more than anyone else so absolutely i agree all right anything else on this date nope just a, another iconic moment in bachelor history where the person get then the two-on-one gets left in a hilarious situation <laughs> and this one was a deserted uh what was it where were they they were in some like state park that was yeah a desert 100 <laughs> miles from the civilization of, like the desert <laughs> uh, my favorite still is when Chad and Alex and Jojo sat on a rock in the middle of a rushing river. <laughs> and then they left Chad there on the rock to eat his ham slices. My favorite was uh, Olivia. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think they I, took like right, a iconic. helicopter and just left her there. <laughs> iconic. Very I mean, funny. I mean, storylines and moments last from season to season, and then you forget about them after a season or two. Never forget Olivia. Olivia, you could show me that 10 years from now, that, you know, that pulled back scene where the boat's going away and she, there's one person <laughs> standing on that beach, that tiny, tiny island. Yeah. I will know that was when Olivia got left on the two-on-one. <laughs> All right. Uh, cocktail party, AB. Down to 10 guys. This is where the season picked up. This cocktail party, the season went back up for me. Okay, I mean it's because of Chris's behavior, which was outrageous by Chris any definition. Was in a tailspin, <laughs> he was in a tailspin, a complete <laughs> tailspin. Finally, we have a galvanizing villain. Because here's here, who have the villains been so far besides Jordan? Jordan and then Connor, kinda when he threw that picture into the pool. So you're thinking about it from what's happening on the screen, which is the way you should think about it. Because people can say Garrett and Colton are villains. Sure, outside the, the show. But the fact of the matter is they're not. They're good guys on screen. Absolutely. For entertainment. Done nothing. If we didn't have the internet, we would all be in love with those two right now. Yeah. Garrett Garrett has done absolutely nothing. He's, he's dumb, but he's done nothing on screen that would make you dislike him. Chris is now the main true villain, and it is fantastic because he is arrogant and he's dumb. And he's got really sleazy, sleazy car salesman game. And it's, I'm very glad he's sticking around. He does. He really does. His ass is in the jackpot, though, AB. I don't know if you're familiar (laughs) with that, with that new phrase. Probably not. Uh, the one on one time. He's lying. He's making no sense. You cannot spin not talking to the bachelorette on a group date into something she did wrong. It's not going to work. Mm -mm. Not how it works. Anything else on his irrational? behavior it's i mean it just started off all wrong right when they sit down chris chris says that she owes him five hundred thousand kisses i mean right at that point you know okay this isn't this isn't the, he's going down the wrong route here there's <laughs> two different directions he could have been completely apologetic uh sex slave is not the right way to no. go <laughs> um this behavior would have been irrational if, if he was dating Becca one-on-one in a real-life normal situation. But when you're competing with 30 or 10 now other guys, it is batshit thought process to blame the other person for not pursuing yeah. you enough. She doesn't got time, AB. She's no. out here getting proposed to by, what's his name? Blake on the strip. <laughs> if you aren't making an effort, you're, you're not going to make it far in this. That's just the name of the game. You, hey, a wise man once said, I'm pretty sure it was Chris, you're only as good as your last rose, okay? That's a fact. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The most awkward part of the season. Let's just get to what people want to hear. Chris interrupting Wills and Becca. I had to do a fine and replace because I kept writing Wells and I call him Wells when I say it out loud. His name is Wills, which is a preposterous name. It's a verb. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it'd be like if your name was like ages or goes. (laughs) It's not a name. Wills is not a name. Yeah, we're not talking about the name that name enough. (laughs) No, it's a it's a stupid name. Chris interrupts Wills and Becca and Becca says, hey, man, we just sat down. Maybe later. Like, no, you can't. No. <laughs> you can't steal him right now. No. That doesn't happen very often. Where the lead is just no, like, really no, 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 no. It's a clear message that she doesn't want Chris around. Nevertheless, A.B., Chris persisted. Okay? Yeah, Wills, aggressively. Aggressively. Wills, who is high, uh, reluctantly gives <laughs> Chris two minutes. He says, two minutes, man, and then I'm going to be back. Okay? I'm just going to recount what happened so we can go from there. And Wills returns maybe 30 seconds later. Maybe. <laughs> Giving us one of the weirdest showdowns in history. What do you make of this this polite off? Two guys trying to politely one up each other. <laughs> it I didn't it was so cringeworthy in the sense that neither of them were gonna back down in this awkward situation. Someone needed to back down. And it wasn't gonna happen. Eventually Becca had to be like, okay, I'll come talk I'll come talk to you. Let's just end let's get this over with. I I thought Becca, obviously, neither, no one, no two dudes worth their weight and salt. I'm saying a lot of phrases. I don't know what the phrases are. No one's going to back down in that scenario. I think Becca should have said something earlier, but I like that she didn't. She was just like, let's just see who's, like, she was basically inciting a fist fight. If you're going to sit there (laughs) and not say anything, you're going to be like, I guess the only, you're essentially implying the only way to figure this out is for you guys to beat each other up. That's the only way this is going to solve itself. (laughs) I don't know how this didn't end in a fist fight, frankly. Like, they were at the point where it was like, okay, we've said neither of us are backing down. Like, what's the next move? It's (laughs) got to be fisticuffs. It's got to be physical. (laughs) You've got through the words. Now, what what else are you guys going to do? I think Chris is scared of Wills, and I'm not sure why. I don't think Wills doesn't strike me as a fighter. No. Wills is a Bob Marley guy. You know, wink, wink. No, not. He could be a sneaky, like, karate guy, though. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, Wills is a black belt karate guy. Okay, yeah, I can see that. And he just, like, doesn't, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he's he struck me as Napoleon Dynamite earlier in the season with the way he sure. talks with his eyes closed. And I feel like Napoleon <laughs> Dynamite in the nunchucks. You know what I'm saying? I bet Will's yep, is a nunchucks yeah. guy. Anyway, um, she, Becca eventually is like, hey, I'll come find you. Which, she's a woman of her word. She did. I wouldn't have. If it were me out of the, hey, I'll come find you and then not find him. and then Not, just not the find him, no. <laughs> yeah. I would have sent security to go find him. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, when it's all over, Garrett brings up the point, like, hey, by the way, Chris, like, six guys haven't talked to her yet. So, <laughs> you're lucky that Wills gave you any time to have a second chance. Anyway, they do talk. One last chat. Um... Do you have anything special on this? No. Other than that, he dug his grave deeper. He had nothing to say. He had nothing to say to her. She had nothing to say to him. I thought he was going to go home, truthfully. At the, in that moment? In that moment. I, I don't know why he's still here. You can tell on Becca's face when she's out on someone. Yeah. From we've reached that point. It's gone. When she said, when she was talking to Wills and she wouldn't let him cut in originally, that's when I knew that she was out on him. Yeah. There's no saving yourself long term. Now, it was interesting because it ended with Chris asking Becca, do you see potential in me? And then they didn't show her answer. Mm -hmm. What do you think she said? I mean, based on what we saw, I mean, she's got to have something, I would think. She probably said yes. No, no. You don't think so? Just all producer and then a cut up? Producer pick and then a cut up of the scene? I'm jaded, A.B. Young me would have, two years ago, I would have been all in on, oh, maybe she yeah. really secretly likes him, but Chris went back to the group and was downtrodden, <laughs> and then when Chris eventually got the rose, 
Becca was scowling. It was not a hopeful, we can make it through this. It was like, they made me give this to you. Scowl. That's the Minnesota I mean, let's be nice, honest, though. Chris was never one of our favorites and wasn't going to make no. it far in this anyway. So, if anything, he made a name for himself. Made Might have got himself a Bachelor in Paradise situation. Well, we'll find out later. Rose ceremony. First off, Chris Harrison. First sighting of the episode. Chris Harrison has been in Vegas <laughs> Real for a week. easy episode in <laughs> Vegas for Chris Harrison. Can you imagine how many hours he spent by the pool on the roof sipping mojitos, <laughs> doing nothing? Already has a rose. Colton and Blake. The hey, first Rim, yeah. question for you. Please. Are ties out? I don't know. I'm, I'm to I the point seven, I don't know At least anymore. 75% of the guys here went with the no tie three or four buttons down look okay um ties might be out um are ties out it's las vegas though maybe it was 85 but even so i don't know maybe ties are out and they're staying at the aria which is like hip is no excuse remember when the girls last season or two seasons ago were in like i don't know iceland or somewhere it was mad cold and they're out here in their cocktail dresses yeah stories about it being like inhumane came out (laughs) I don't know. I know floral ties a year ago for Rachel's season were exploding. Like the thing about The Bachelor, at least for guys fashion, is whatever was hot three to six months before the season started is inescapable on The Bachelorette. Like the, like the haircuts, which, you know, Mm -hmm. suffered a poor fate when some political stuff happened. But the haircuts, those particular haircuts were so right haircut that (laughs) all the guys had. That was, I mean, two years, two years ago, those, but yeah, I think it was JoJo's season. You couldn't, you couldn't unsee it. Now I don't know what the, <laughs> I don't know what the hot fashion thing is right now. Wills is taking some chances and I love it, but I think it might be a lack of ties. We didn't talk about Wills romper. What'd you Beautiful. think of that? Gore, oh, he pulled it off so well. He killed it. He yeah. killed it. He's got the body for it. He's stocky. He's got the body for it. He's got the, when you got legs, do it. Also people. But they can't be skinny right? legs. They can't be AB legs. No, you can't. Oh, if, if AB prints around there legs, with a the romper, I wouldn't, no. if I was in a romper, I'd look ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. It'd be flapping around um, <laughs> in the wind. Because here's the thing: AB's like six three, so he's got to you know, unless you get that shit tailored. And if you got it tailored, probably look even worse somehow. Um, <laughs> the thing is, I don't even know if it was a romper. I think it was a short set. Now Google that, AB. I'm pretty sure that's what you call the thing that Will Smith used to wear on the Fresh Prince every once in a while. Just two wild patterned short and a shirt that that were that went together that looked like a romper. I think it was one of those. I don't think it was a no, full no, romper. no. I think it was, it was like the same pattern. Chest. I think it was a romper. Well, I'll run it back. I will gladly run it back. Uh, <laughs> anyway, anyway, already has a rose. Colton and Blake. First two roses are Garrett and Jason, and I think that's your top four. A lot of chirping out there, people saying the rose order doesn't matter. I think that's your top four right there. Colton, Blake, Garrett, Jason. You're giving me a look. You think Jason's a contender? So, I don't know if you saw this. I asked that on the Twitter. After, as I was doing our episode and putting it out last week, I thought, God, we barely talked about Jason. And I think, I think we're not giving Jason enough credit. Could be. I think he's a 4-5 guy. I don't mind the guy. I'll tell you that. He reminds me of, uh, you know, uh, they're these, they're these movies. Have you ever seen Lost in Yonkers with Gene no. Hackman? I think, or no, it was Richard Dreyfus. Excuse me. There's a lot of these movies that my family watched growing up that, you know, we watch all the time and you think, oh, everybody saw like True Beverly Hills. I've told yeah. you about True Beverly Hills. <laughs> yep. And then you look it up as an adult. You're like, oh, I make True Beverly Hills. I've been making True Beverly Hills references my entire life. And then when I'm like 27, I'm like, wait, wait, wait. No one else has seen True Beverly Hills. That's what's the deal. <laughs> and then you look Nobody up has the, seen you, True Beverly Hills. No one even it. knows anything about it. And, and Lost in Yonkers is a similar movie. Both of these movies lost big money at the box office. They were huge <laughs> flops. But I've seen Lost in Yonkers 10 times. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Next up, Wills, Lincoln, Leo, who has been on screen in the same frame as Becca, maybe 10 seconds all season. Connor and Chris, the first shocker rose of the season. I loved it. Are you pro or anti Chris Stang? Well, Asian John had to leave, so I'm definitely anti this move. But Agent John didn't bring anything. First off, let's not call him that. Especially the way I said it was very aggressive. 
He's John, representing Venmo John. For an entire culture. That's true. Venmo John. Venmo John. He didn't even get to name Venmo. He didn't even get to name drop Venmo. That's the no. big issue here. Venmo John brought nothing, AB. What was he going to go on a one on one? What's Venmo John going to do? He's too yeah, nice of a guy. What is he going to get a one on one day? <laughs> no, Sometimes you on. just got to ask yourself when you're watching this, like, okay, is he going to get a. But same thing can be said about Chris. Like, okay, is that guy going to get a one on one date did. at this That's point? That's the fucking craziest thing about this guy. He's got an early one on one date. And here's the, here's my conspiracy theory, and I mean this. They were so set on getting that Virgin River B-roll that Becca said, I want to take Colton on a one-on-one date, week one, week two. They said, no, you got to wait till week five. You got to wait. We got something planned. <laughs> we got something planned. That's the only explanation <laughs> for her not taking Colton so on a date. So then they just threw Chris in there. Like, I, I forgot Willis. that Chris had a one-on-one, truthfully. Exactly. <laughs> I can't even imagine him going on one. I'm thrilled with this Rose AB. Uh... Chris needs to stay now that Jordan is gone. The next two weeks are going to be good because of Chris's presence because he's, like I said, the galvanizing villain that everyone can hate. I think I think Lincoln is going to mouth off a little bit. There's going to be some people chirping Chris now. I'm excited for it. Um, next episode, I don't know if you saw this. They're going to Richmond, Virginia. No disrespect, AB, but that's that's the Bachelorette equivalent of going to Des Moines. All right. I'm not, <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do in Richmond. I think we have listeners in Richmond. Yeah. When I heard her say that, I'm, I was wondering what's there. I thought they were going to Charleston and she was, she said a little Southern charm. I don't know if people watch Southern charm, but that's what I thought. That would be fun. Richmond. I don't know. We'll see. Going to go visit VCU. I don't know. <laughs> do you have power rankings? Of course I do, Rim. Okay. He doesn't. I'll do mine first. Um, <laughs> Number four, deep four, Will slash Jason. I think Jason is They're the upper hand. They're tied for four? They're tied for fourth. I think Jason is the upper hand, but I could see either one of them making hometowns. So I'll put it that way. And then it doesn't really matter what the top three are because we know who the top two are. We don't know, no, but I mean, we can deduce. I think Blake is number three right now, even though he's the first to come with an I love you. I think Garrett is number two right now. And then Colton's number one. What do you got? Number four, Grocer Joe, obviously. <laughs> Ceremonial choice. <laughs> Surprises rim every time for some reason. I don't know why I'm going to say like, Grocer Joe the rest of the season at number like, four, even when we're past four people being around. Uh, number three, Blake. It's the same ranks. Same ranks. Right? All right, fine. Grocer fine. Joe's Just say number who four. They are. Same ranks. Say what the ranks are. Three, who's three, who's two, who's one? The same ranks as mine? Blake's three, Garrett's okay. two. Colton's one. All right. Let's, let's quickly move to the Rose Bag, okay? And then we're going to okay. talk quickly about the Bachelor in Paradise cast, and then I have uh, five sentences on the proposal. Melta. 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 So we're going to fly through this. If we don't get to your question, it's because we overstuffed this episode, and AB has two kids now. What do you want me to do? Apologize. 773-234-7794. Is the text line for the rose bag, aka the bouquet. First up, Nicole and Olivia from Michigan. Do you think ABC went back and edited out Lincoln's screen time to save face? He said about three things this episode. What are your thoughts? Yes. Really? You think they yeah, they chopped Lincoln up? Okay. I really do. I think I think he's probably doing better than they've shown. Like he right now, I would think he's mm. gonna go home. I think he's just gonna like he's gonna keep moving along without any real reason for him to be moving along. Shown, and it's because of that. Okay, I, I wow, it's a great, that's actually a great compelling. message to the mailbag. I agree. That's uh, that's compelling. I I would have said no before your explanation. I don't think this particular episode he was because there are too many other storylines, but I think that if he, I think that in future episodes that, yeah, it would be, it would behoove them to tamp down Lincoln's presence on yeah. the show if possible. You don't want, you don't want to show him as any sort of good guy. Nope. Um, next up, this is, thanks Nicole and Olivia, this is from Miguel in California. I wanted to know your guys' thoughts on Leo still being on the show. I really like him and am rooting for him, but I can't recall him speaking to Becca for more than 10 seconds on air. Is there something missing 
or is he a legitimate contender? Is there something I'm missing, or is he a legitimate contender? He's not a legitimate contender, but I also like him. Um, kind of the, like we said earlier, he's adding a little comic relief. He at he's kind of the group date guy. He's there oh, to make yeah. the group dates better. And the Bachelor and Bachelorette needs to have that person there to make the group dates a little less awkward. He's he's always going to have a fun time on the group dates. He's going to keep things loose. He's a great piece to keep along, keep dragging along here. He's like an Alexis, if you will. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Miguel. Katie from Baltimore, maybe? Question mark. I don't know. I have that. I must have looked up the area code. What's up with the order of these roses during the ceremony? Lincoln number three this week. There is no way he is up there. So Katie not yet woke to the conspiracy theory. I understand the drama giving Chris the last one. But seriously, I haven't noticed this odd in order in any of the other seasons. What do you think, AB? Uh, I've been a big proponent my whole Bachelor watching life that the rose ceremonies... Some episodes, they do mean something, some they don't at all. Um, I don't, and it's hard to tell when they actually do matter. I don't think they've mattered recently in any of these episodes. It almost, um, it could be because Becca is so zeroed in on two or three guys that she's just. She's just, pull them out of a hat. Yeah. Next up, Alex and Andy from Arizona. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. How do you feel, AB? I kept this in here because I don't know what they're talking about. Oh, I do know. I remember now. How do you feel about Becca not even taking the time to take the escalator down with your boy? Three question marks. They're referring to Jordan. When she gave Jordan the boot, she just watched him go down the escalator. What do you got? Yeah, it was kind of messed up. I mean, she was over it. I think it was a situation where she was over both guys on the two-on-one. She was forced to do a nighttime, and she just wanted to get out of there. I think it made for a great visual. I would have done the same thing. Like... (laughs) <laughs> just give him the boot, watch him go down slowly and have kind of awkwardly. Also, if it were me getting the boot, I'd walk down the escalator. You know how people be walking. Like, I wouldn't stand there. And <laughs> like Joe Budden when he's running, like, gif of him running down the escalator. I don't have it listed here, but someone asked about Jared and Ashley I. You know, but have you heard this? Did you see this? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here's the thing about Jared and Ashley I, Rim. I don't know. Did you you knew they were in, they were together, right? Um, vaguely. I don't. I've never seen Jared on a show. I know who he is because he has Bachelor weird eyes. Paradise with him. I don't remember that. Maybe. Okay. Well, they've had a, like a she's. The storyline has always been she's been in love with Jared, and Jared's this cool guy that never gives her the time of day. It's a it's it's a tired storyline. I saw right through it all along. I didn't believe it. <laughs> Well, anyways, like a month ago, they come out with this, I think it's a, it's a web series or something. Um, he has, where a, they people go send through. me clips of Jared hosting this web show. Yeah. Okay. Well, they did a special episode about Jared and Ashley I, uh, and their love story. I watched it 40 minutes. I watched of this. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> 40 minutes, like a whole nother episode of Bachelorette I watched about Ashley wow. <laughs> and Jared is very boring. Basically, they just have always been in love, I think. It's basically the, <laughs> something that I already knew. Uh, and they got, they got together and then they're engaged. So do you think the love is real? Yeah, I think the love's real room. Okay. I think they always loved each other. I think Jared tried to be the hot shot, like, cool guy on Bachelor in Paradise, and then it, it backfired, and then he realized he he's always loved her. Wow. That's a, I mean, hell of a story. I didn't know any of that stuff, and I'm glad you watched, I'm glad you watched that to know. People, get the actually, dirt. I is one of the most popular people in this universe. Still, though, because I was so annoyed by her on Winter Games. Yeah, I know. Wow. She's been around for a lot of shows, but people people like I think it's because of her her podcast too. She's I think people were really annoyed by her. She used to be the the crying girl. Yeah. Uh she'd always cry about Jared. And people were over that, but I think she's reinvented herself um with a podcast. That's why that's why we, AB is the the main ingredient to this group because without AB we wouldn't have this historical knowledge. I mean, 
when we started talking about Ashley I just now, he went into a different, I saw it in his eyes. He went into a, a, a connoisseur, an expert, a history buff. Well, yeah, it was professor. like you were at the library and you asked the librarian <laughs> some, some <laughs> random fact about something they really knew a lot about. <laughs> they, Wait, can you tell they, me about Atlas's? <laughs> Yeah, I perk up. I take you over to the section where the the books I've read about the subject are, and that's, that's something exactly I live for. That's, I was I had no idea, and now you told me about it. I'm like, wow, I'm really interested in these two now. <laughs> All right, let's go to Bachelor in Paradise cast. Um, in alphabetical order, this is fucking big, AB. This is I, I don't I'm trying to cut down on the squaring. This this is fucking huge, AB. This cast is big. This is like the guy. This is the heat. This is when the heat came together. Only times ten. That's how many stars are on this. <laughs> this is a super team. This is a super team. Every time I'm turning, I'm going down the list. I'm like, whoa, they got Bosch. They got LeBron. They got LeBron. They got LeBron. They got Dwayne Wade. Multiple LeBrons. Listen, and okay, we start off with Angela from Nick Vile's season. I don't even know who that is. Don't remember. Annalise from Ari's season. Annalise, fine. Astrid from Nick's season. Bibiana Our from girl. Ari's season. Chelsea from Ari's season. David from this season. Eric Bigger. Our dude. All right, so, man, what a beautiful setting, man. Like, what does paradise mean to you? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just trying to make it. That's my little Eric. Sure, sure, sure. A.B., do you, do you know who's on this cast? Do you know yet? Yeah. Oh, you do? Okay. Well, I was going to do a big reveal. Grocer Joe yep. from this season. Now we're talking. Do you want to talk about guys who are going to clean up? <laughs> I am. I, I will say I'm hesitant, though. Grocer Joe could have gone down as a legend. He could have gone down as a shooting star, a one-night-only extravaganza. Now we're going to get to know Grocer Joe. And what if he sucks? It might, Grocer- not be, it might not be good. But I got a good feeling about Grocer Joe. His, I mean, his hair alone is worthy of a paradise spot. John from this season, Asian John. Jordan. No one's ever been more tailor-made for paradise than Jordan. Kendall from Ari's season. Great choice. Jem. Kenny from wow. Rachel's season. Fan favorites, one after another. Uh, Kevin, the hot guy from Winter Games. I can't, can't let Kenny slide by after all the ripping of parents that I've done in the past I cannot let my man Kenny slide by here without mentioning this probably isn't the best choice for him and his relationship with his daughter that's all I'm oh, going to say about oh, it hard now. disagree hard disagree AB we've talked okay, about Rim, this here goes Rim no, 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 defending no, no, listen, his listen. pals after we've been no. <laughs> shredding to pieces parents that go on paradise we've always said though that paradise is a better chance at finding love than any other show, than any other Bachelor show, right? Yeah, but you lose me when you say, when you're going on multiple shows and trying to tell yeah. me about how good a parent you are. You lose me. All right, here's another excuse. Kenny, <laughs> <laughs> Kenny spends all his time on the road anyway, right? Because he's a wrestler, he's touring around. This is his life. He's gone for weeks at a time. So as it miss is. another couple months? Of the if, year, if he was going to be, schedule? if he was going to be gone anyway, sure. Kenny, find love. Listen, rooting for you. I don't see any potential partners worthy of him here, but <laughs> but you know how they change him in and out. Uh, Crystal will be amazing. I mean, can That's you imagine incredible. Crystal and Jordan date? I mean, oh my god. Uh, and then we get you know Nick from this season. Don't remember him. Nisha from Ari's season. Tia from Ari's season. That's a big one. That's. I mean, that's like Beyonce's coming to town. In terms of just clout. I'll uh, tell you, I love this cast, Rim. Is that it? Well, we got Wells, the bartender, is back. Okay, yep. And Yuki from The Bachelor of Japan, the fan favorite from Winter Games, as a bartender. Thank God they're not making her go on dates. Yeah. I love the I love the choice of Wells and Yuki to show up there. It's going to add a lot of fun. Thoughts on the cast overall? Love the cast. A lot of big names there. I saw some complaints that it was too much from the most recent seasons, and I strongly disagree with that. Um, I I think they got all the big names from the recent seasons, and I love it. And you got a few people from from old, some older people there. I don't. I've only watched one or two seasons of the show. I don't like when they have the really old because I don't yeah. know who they are. Yeah, so I mean, it's it. you want the people that you just got to know. You don't want these old older people. Um, I am the one thing that this cast is missing is Becca Martinez. 
I think she'll be there. She's got to be there. They said all along she was supposed to be there. Do you think that's just a surprise? Yeah, like don't, because there's people still on Becca's season right now. Because don't they bring new people in throughout the year or throughout the two weeks? <laughs> I get the feeling this is all the people and they'll bring no, in no, some no, of no, these no. people throughout the time. No, well, I don't want to spoil anything, but I've heard rumblings, CP. I've heard rumblings. Be- I think but Becca's, Becca's got to be, be there. Becca's got to be there. Okay, well, God. if she's there, I mean, you sign this me up. Can't be beat. This oh, where can't where be can beat. I sign up for the subscription to this where I pay monthly? <laughs> Listen, I would figure out a way to get down to Mexico during filming, but I think it's already happening if that were there. Okay. <laughs> um, so we're excited. Needless to say, we're very excited. Yes. For Bachelor in Paradise, much more it's, so than I was last season. Okay. Can AB. you think of anybody that they're missing that you would like? Um, Certain people from this season. Still there. Okay, yeah, but that hey hey wink wink not hey, not that's st- that's probably still gonna be announced. That's what I'm saying. That's why I think Becca will be one of those people too. Okay, I think Becca okay. will be a surprise. Um, I would also like to see Nick Vile. <laughs> <laughs> Fifth show, why not? Throw I wouldn't mind there. another I name. Mind hey, listen, bring the people I know on here. <laughs> Grizzle big names. Bet, bring 30... the big names. I don't care if I like you or dislike you. Bring all of them. <laughs> yeah. Just whatever. That's what that's what Paradise is all about. Paradise is about Jordans and crystals and getting chip Chad popped Johnsons. Off. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right. Um, did you watch the proposal yet? Either episode? No. Okay. Well, no. they had to cancel episode two. And replace it with another episode because the person, the guy who was on allegations came out about the guy that was on the proposal. So they had to like scrap an entire oh, episode. Oh, goodness. ABC, can you please just hire me to do your due diligence <laughs> of your potential contestants? Because I guarantee I can do better than what you're doing. The the Lincoln thing is absolutely inexcusable. They're mi- wh- not just the Lincoln thing. They've had so many things recently the the lee tweets yeah the lee I mean, that's yeah. just the, that's just it's going right through that's just being lazy lazy like yeah. you guys didn't even go back it wouldn't take you that long to go through each contestant's entire twitter what would you'd hire an intern to do that one for a day and they'd get through the entire their also, social just, media you can advance search just search bad things it's easy yeah it's easy all right um quick proposal though ab what do you got um. Th- okay. I just want to make it clear. This show is a joke. It's an absolute joke. Just so we're <laughs> just so we're there. It is an affront to everything that marriage stands for. It is preposterous. The contestants don't even learn anything about the person behind the door or behind the in the pod. They don't learn anything about them. It's basically the person whittling down the hottest people. That's all this is. Okay. Having okay. said that, the last five minutes of each episode are. Unlike anything else on television, okay? <laughs> <laughs> they really are. On the episode last night, this the woman who looked like pink, who looked like prime pink, by the way. When she came out, it was like, oh, shit, we got a situation with these two. <laughs> these guys are going to be scrapping for her. Um, she agonized over her decision, and she picked a guy who promised her a trip to Fiji instead of a guy who was shorter and had a strong Christian faith like she did. Like, it was obvious that she was going to pick this guy because it was like, we both love Jesus. We're going to go marry each other now. Sure. But then the other guy was like, he didn't seem that into her, but he was like, I have two tickets to Fiji. And if you pick me, like, we'll go and get to know each other. So she was like, oh, that, wow. threw, a, that threw a wrench Ooh. into her the whole thing. She's like, damn, we're going to Fiji. And then the <laughs> short guy had to follow that up. He had to go to her after the, he, she just got off for the trip to Fiji and was like, I don't, you know, I don't even remember what he said. It was so forgettable. Anyway. They, she picked the guy that no one thought was going to win. He hadn't proposed to her. The other guy did the proposal thing. Usually what happens is they both propose and then she picks one and then they kiss. Okay. So the guy who said, I'll take you to Fiji didn't propose. So they're not engaged? It was fucking weird. They, the show ended. Okay. There was no, it's called the proposal. I don't think there was a, unless I missed it, (laughs) (laughs) there was no proposal. They're not engaged. Um, but here's the what the the wildest thing to me was that when she picked him, he didn't. They didn't kiss. AB, they did not kiss. They're like engaged, right? Quote unquote. Sure, sure. She, they just hugged, and then she watched. Run it back, proposal fans. She watched this other <laughs> dude walk up the stairs, just completely blown away that he didn't win. He was shocked he didn't win because he, the, you know, the two Jesus people yeah. thought it was happening. 
And she, you could see in her eyes, her, her looking at him being like, I should have picked him. You she, Already. She made the <laughs> wrong choice. It was unlike anything I've ever seen. And the fact wow. that he didn't kiss is, was flabbergasting to me. <laughs> You're going to get married? This is this is a big moment. You got to kiss. Anyway, AB, um, don't watch it. That's the last time I'll talk about it. I just no, had to listen, I'm going to watch it. I'll, I'll, I will try to watch next week's episode. Don't. Just don't. I'm serious. Um, don't. It's more important. <laughs> Parenting is more important. Like, spend an extra hour with your kids. Do not watch the show. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> you're probably right. All right. Um, we haven't done a regular pod in a while, AB. The people who listen to both, where do you think LeBron's going? Uh, the LA Lakers. My Lakers. Our Lakers. Okay. Lakers. Yeah. Guys. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Once again, no one made it this far. It was too meandering the last 20 minutes. We appreciate you listening, as always. Uh, if you have a question or comment for the Rose Bag, that number is 773-234-7794. Uh, if you like what you hear, please, if you got a couple minutes, give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. We like to read those reviews, and that helps a lot. And also, maybe send it to your mom. We're trying to get back into the mom because they share stuff on Facebook. We're trying to get back into that game. Um, but anyway, thanks for following. Thanks for listening. AB, any wise words? Who's going home? Uh, who's going home next? Chris. All right. Talk to you guys later. You heard it here first. are on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.